Welcome back. Welcome back. Opinions. <laughs> Opinions. Episode. Sorry. Oh gosh. Uh, seventeen. No. Eighteen. Nineteen. No. <laughs> there you go. I don't know why really... I'm even laughing. Case, I mean, <laughs> I want to ask how you're doing, but you've been uh, on a laughing fit for the last like 45 seconds. It just told me to start. So how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I don't even know why I'm laughing. I think I'm just like so tired and I'm just, but like in a good way and I'm just, you know, whatever. A couple days left of school. Yeah. We're in the home stretch. I had a great day today. It was like exactly why I did do my job. Why I switched to this job was to, like a day like this where I got to like create so it was good. It's good. It's good. You okay now? I'm okay now. I don't even know why I was laughing. It was just one of those like moments where I just started laughing and then I crying. Feel, and I feel <laughs> like it's I feel like it's a girl thing because like I see like Meg's done that a lot. I see my girlfriend do it. Like you just kind of you start laughing so much the situation isn't funny anymore, and you just keep laughing. Yeah, I could really couldn't stop there. You really once I, and you told me to start it, and I was, and well, because I, I thought it was gonna be okay, and then once you hit the button, I was like started laughing again. I did that with Stefan when I recorded with him because usually I have like nice intros, but I just I looked just I just started it, looked at his face, and started laughing. I know. We both started laughing. Yeah, I was like, oh boy. So I okay. get it. It happens. Bring him my A game. I told Jack I wasn't sure if I could have my A game tonight. But, but I'm, a, I'm gonna work hard. <laughs> and work hard. We're 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 just talking. I know. Um. So this is our last episode of the year. I know. It's like bittersweet. Like Wait. it's good. I think we need a break to regroup and just to get you know have have a break mm-hmm. and then think of some new ideas and whatnot and then um yeah but I it's been so much fun that I'm gonna be sad. I'll miss our little once a week chats. Well, we can still talk. No, I'm sorry. That's not allowed. <laughs> it's only only podcast talk. I know. I think, we started to talk today and then we're like, okay, stop. Just so, wait for the podcast. We're going to run out of stuff. So we got our movie challenge. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, we wanted to touch on, we were going to do like a full list for Christmas TV specials. We just wrote down a few that we like kind of. Yeah. We couldn't really, I don't know. It's hard, right? Like it was just like, it wasn't enough maybe content or it was just, yeah. We just were like, I don't know if that's. It's Good. a lot to dig through some of your favorite shows because yeah. I was looking at my sh- I was look when I was making my list I was looking at the shows and I go oh yeah they did have a good Christmas special or I don't think they did anything for Christmas yeah kind of yeah uh, and then we have our year roundup where we tried to do a top five list of twenty twenty movies but I think our pretty main problem with this was that the move the majority of movies we watched this year wasn't from this year because we gave each other movie challenges every week but yeah we also started in july and we didn't i think there were only really a couple of movies that we watched for this podcast mm-hmm. that were this year yeah i also like i said to you downstairs before we started recording that it wasn't like the movies I watched I like, but there wasn't as much content as we're used to in a year. So it's it, it's very limited. Like, yeah, movies were good. Would I say they were like the best movies of the year? Well, like almost because there wasn't enough to make a whole list, like for me anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So I have four. Yeah, I also have four. I also wrote down a couple that I know you watched. So I'll give you time to talk about how much you love these movies and why they were in the top five or why they probably weren't okay um before look at my list, though. i'm not looking at your list you always think i do this i, I, I really it. don't i like my tendency is to just look down but i'm not trying to look at your list like i can't read what you wrote upside down okay but before we get into that we have okay. to give a shout out to my uncle tyler my bro <laughs> my bro ty uh a loyal listener of the show yes came to visit us and told us that he was listening to us right had before a cu- had a couple suggestions that we we liked yep. like we were and like our, good are in are in production now that yeah. are, are in the works now and will be uh right f- i'm guessing right before the new year we're gonna have the whole dion family i've i didn't really t- tell anyone this but the four of us are gonna come on together make these announcements and we're going to have some fresh new content in the new year. Yeah. 
I like too when he said um, a lot of the times we give away movies and and he was like, you know, like if you're talking about Mandalorian, he's like, I don't want to hear about the episode until I've watched it. So he was saying like, you really should put the time so people can, it's not like they, you don't want them to turn it off because then there's stuff after. Mm -hmm. But if we put the times of when we talk about it, then they can decide if they want to listen or not. We like that suggestion because we're not trying to ruin the movies. We're trying to just talk about them, but we don't want to ruin them. Anyways, he dropped off a present for us. Yeah, this is where I was about to pick it up. And then I realized that there's no cameras and people are just listening to us. Right. But it is a list of the top 100 movies according to IMDb. And yes. it is a scratch off poster. So yeah. during the new year, we're going to, I feel like, I mean, we can obviously decide this because it's our show, but I feel like doing like, you do like one a week or we could do two a week sometimes yeah. and you just pick a random number. Between I love the one random. And... Yeah. I like the random number idea for sure. I think that'd be really fun. Just be like, okay, I choose 27. Yeah. What's number 27? I don't know. What is 27? I don't know. We're not going to look. No. Because that's for the new year. I know. It, it would take too much time to open it. Yeah. And roll it back up. Yeah. Those are. Yeah. So we're going to get our podcast room a little more updated. We're going to put this poster up. So we'll be all fresh and ready to go 2021. All right. Are you ready to go into one of the movies that was released in 2020? Yes. That is, I'm guessing, by you saying you only have four movies that it didn't make your list? It did not. So our first movie we're going to talk about is Happiest Season. Yes. And it's on Prime for anybody who wants to watch. Mm -hmm. It stars Kristen Stewart, uh, Mackenzie Davis. Um, I wrote down... I don't want to, there's, is quite a bit of people in it. cast. Uh, Dan Levy, who, this is the first time we've seen him in, a, maybe not in a movie role, but in a pretty prominent role. Yeah. Um, there's also Alison Brie, and I honestly can't remember the actor who plays Jane. Oh, I wrote her down because she was friggin' hilarious. She was very funny. Mary Holland. And then uh, the parents, Mary Steenburgen, Victor Garber, and also there are a few people, but also I think Aubrey Plaza is the other kind of yeah. important character. So Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, they are dating. They live, they in, live together. Yeah. Um, although they're going to uh, Mackenzie Davis's house for Christmas. She previously st- told Kristen Stewart that she'd come out to her parents in the summer that was a lie mm-hmm. now they are going and she's just sorry and uh Kristen Stewart is now supposed to just be a roommate and they both pretend to be straight mm-hmm. this family her dad uh Mackenzie Davis's dad is a politician Victor Garber um and he likes to keep a clean profile you meet uh it's pretty conservative. Yeah. You meet family. her sisters, Allison Brie, who's married with two kids. Mm-hmm. Jane, who this is just. Oh, she's a hot mess, you guys. I loved her so much. Why didn't they call this movie just shit on Jane? Because yeah. that's what they do the entire movie. They're really mean to her. Just everything. Like, there's, there is quite a, like, there is a lot that happens in this movie. So throughout it, you kind of see that uh, Mackenzie Davis is kind of. This is where I have a lot of... I said to you, this is a frustrating movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it because I could never know what that was like. Because I'm sure it was really hard for Mackenzie Davis. I keep wanting to just say her name. Her name's Harper in the movie. Yeah. So she's just... They always competed for their parents' affection. And it was really hard for them to get any sort of approval. And you kind of see that everybody in this movie has has a lot going on and it's not as easy cookie cutter as it looks yeah yeah no that's a good description all three girls are they they fight for the attention of the parents and they think they have to be um like always top notch and you know she is definitely Mackenzie davis is definitely the favorite of the three girls because allison brie left a law job like she was a lawyer right or she, she was a law a, firm. yeah she was about to become a partner at her law firm yeah and uh, I wish I wrote this down. They do gift baskets, but that's not what they they call it. Like artisanal. Yes. They have very specific. Her and her husband, who I think was also a little. I don't. I, they didn't really talk about him much. Yeah. He is in. He is like in the movie, but um. My number one thing, and it just it was it's pretty early in the movie, but 
So Kristen Stewart lost her parents, who were big Christmas people, and ever since she kind of just isn't really a, she's I don't want to say she's a bah humbug no but she, she just, just doesn't really celebrate it she can't really get into the Christmas spirit because of how much her parents did like it yeah um I lost oh so the fact that she's an orphan she lost her parents at 19 mm-hmm. so like not a fully adult but like she could have been out of the house and yeah at school or whatever everyone apologizes for her being an orphan yeah i'm so sorry like so and, sorry and it's everyone and yeah. it's i get i kind of get why but it was just it was i guess it was the point of the movie to just kind of every single person it was like awkward or something because they think the family thinks that she's there because she has nowhere else to go because she's an orphan that's and, the way Mackenzie davis has yeah, presented it actually, to everyone right yeah so everyone is like oh you poor thing you know and it makes it sound like she lost her parents when she was like five you know and she was like i was 19 like like i was you know an adult or whatever i mean it's still sad it wasn't like they she glossed over it but yeah i don't know okay what's your other grief Oh, I mean, my main thing is just Harper is that she's so worried about approval that she just doesn't really, I don't know. She just doesn't take her girlfriend into account. There's a point of the movie where she, um, so I guess we should go back and say the shoplifting, Kristen Stewart gets caught shoplifting, which is actually a really funny scene in which uh lauren lupkis and timothy simons who oh yeah yeah was in um veep and he's yeah, been in a lot yeah, of stuff he's funny they're interrogating her and you find out their interrogation room is just like a not a supply closet but it just kind it's of like seemed a, like a storage yeah, area yeah so some other like mall cop walks in turns on the lights he's like we're intimidating her like what do you do like <laughs> yeah and they're asking like oh do we keep the snacks in here and like no we don't keep snacks in here anymore and they just have this really funny exchange but so after Kristen Stewart gets caught shoplifting, because uh, Harper's dad is a politician, they say maybe it's better if you don't come to this like Christmas dinner because of appearances, which yeah. is all all this family cares about is appearances. Yeah. And she goes out. They meet after after well actually funny enough after Kristen Stewart goes out with Aubrey Plaza, who's who's Mackenzie Davis's ex. Yeah. I feel like we're making this movie really confusing. Are we? I don't know. Are we? Okay. There, but there is a lot that goes on. Well, it's pretty layered. Yeah. There's just kind of everyone has some sort of relationship. They are, it, yeah, it, very layered to say to say the least. But Mackenzie Davis goes out and Kristen's too tired. She's like, I, I just want to go home and go to bed. She's like, okay, text me when you get home. Whatever. I won't be out too late. Mm-hmm. She gets home at like 2 a.m. So she says, home safe, good night. Like nothing, nothing yeah. beyond that. And when Kristen Stewart goes to like check on her in the morning, she basically says, you're suffocating me. Yeah. Yeah. For going and checking on her. And I just thought, this girl agreed to come. She also spreed it like, uh, not spreed. Um, at the la- it, sprung it on, on her, her at the last moment yeah. that her parents don't actually know they're dating. Yeah. And then she just has to agree to that and then has to agree to just be the roommate. And then you're you're being suffocated because she's checking on you because you're with your ex-boyfriend all night. Yeah. It, it's just. And and I think, too, like Kristen Stewart, the way I took her character is she didn't know, like, I mean, do you want to be with him? Like there was like this weird he kept showing up and the parents really were encouraging the two of them to get back together. And I think she was like, well, if you're lying about this, like, I think there was just so many, like, you're, you're, you know, like, are you who you are? Like, who do I, you know, because I know at one point she's like, do I even know you? You know, because yeah, like, I don't recognize the girl that I've been with. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad, but it's sad for Chris and Kristen Stewart to me, besides Dan Levy, we'll get to in a second. She's she showed me a lot. She showed she me a lot did. of range was, in this movie. She was not like her typical characters that you see her in other movies. She's usually kind of awkward in her in her way. Like it's just kind of who she is, and she wasn't like that at all. Like she wasn't because I think some people might see her name and be like, oh, whatever. But she's not. She's really, really good in this movie. I found her to be really good. Oh, I, I I agree yeah. with you, she, especially because it's not what I expected from her. But the fact that when all the cards are on the table she just she's outward about it she's like i need you to tell me what you want and when she gets shown this moment where she mackenzie davis cares more about her family yeah. than she does about her she not walks even out. family but like the family appearance yeah. like 
you know, it's, and it's hard. I get it because like your, your family is so important to you, but at some point you have to be honest with yourself. And I mean, we've never been through this, so it's very hard. Like we're only coming from it from watching the movie. Right. So, uh, we're not trying to put judgment on it, but at some point, like, you know, you just left, you know, let the love of your life walk out of the room because of, because you're scared. Right. Basically. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it was sad. That part was really sad. But even Allison Bree's character, she, you know, she had things going on too, and she was afraid to tell her parents. And you know, like there's, and there's, she was she was already not the favorite because she's not a lawyer anymore. Like she was really good in this movie too. Very different. She was usually kind of more, she got more peppy, bubbly. right? Bubbly, peppy, and she was not at all. Like she was very serious and very like. And this family is very like proper and put together. Yeah. So she always looked very prim and proper, and yeah. Um, my last biggest gripe, which I wrote it down like this, so it doesn't give away okay. any of the spoilers. All of these characters think that one decent, I'm going to say barely human decent act is good enough to erase everything. Yeah, I know. And it, 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 I mean, I guess it's because I grew up with parents that would have just like if I told you I was gay, it wouldn't have been a it would have been how Kristen Stewart's parents reacted. It was we love and support you. Yeah. But it's just it's just not how some people grow up. So, no, no. So I I do agree that they've just put so much pressure on themselves. Themselves. The other thing is I want to buy Jane's book because this whole movie they talk about how horrible she is yeah. and how much she sucks, and then at the very very end of the movie she releases her book and everybody loves it. Yeah, and she's all she talk she talks about it in the movie. Ever ever anytime she's talking to someone it's about this book and then they're all like ugh like they they treat this girl awful and she's so. I don't even know how to describe her. She's so funny in this movie, though. And, and and then she finally has enough and she sticks up for herself. And I and I loved that scene. I was like, good for you. You know, there were some very powerful, like emotional scenes. There was. And even Dan but, Le- Levy plays a character. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say and funny. Like it had a good mix mm, of balance. Like, yeah, there were some really funny moments. There were some serious moments like it had kind of everything you're looking for. Dan Levy, go ahead, because I love he love is, him. I feel like. Because I've only seen bits and pieces of Shit's Creek. Yes. It's something that I definitely plan on watching. He is so funny because his role at first, he's Kristen Stewart's friend and he's taking care of animals while she's away at Christmas. Uh, fish that he was supposed to feed dies. Yeah. And it, it just, I don't know, it was a small part, to, but to me it was just, it was really funny. And then eventually he comes in as emotional support and is getting Kristen Stewart and is going to take her back home. And... They have this heart to heart moment mm-hmm. about relationships and he's like, think about what happened when you came out, how much your parents supported you. Yeah. That's not how every family reacts yeah. because funny enough, when he came out to his dad, like in the movie, his dad kicked him out and didn't talk to him for, I think it was over a decade. Yeah. And he's like, and he has this great line where it's like, there's uh, your parents reaction. There's my parents reaction and there's every story in between. between. Beautiful line. It was so beautiful. Like there was some really touching moments. I would recommend the movie. I I would definitely say watch it. It's it. I don't want to say it's hard to watch, but there there's points where you kind of go, where you just you're frustrated with the family. Not because Christian Stewart she doesn't do anything wrong. It's just the family, and you can see all they care about is just feeding into this dad and his political career. Yeah. But I, it is definitely something. It is not really a heartwarming Christmas story, but it is nope. it is an important story, I would it say. It is, yeah. And the girl who wrote it and directed it, Clea Duvall, um, so she's she said, I want to see more stories like this. So she just made one and directed it because she's like, I don't feel like everybody's being represented in Christmas stories. So I thought that was really good for her. Yeah, that was pretty much about everything. I, I did write that Harper wasn't a good person, but that just I, th- I think i was too hard on her and not thinking as much about the pressure that was on herself and yeah. how much pressure would make you break yeah for sure and i guess for her she's thinking we just have to do four or five days of this and then we'll go back to normal but you don't understand sometimes with those four or five days the damage that can be done right like permanent damage to your part like relationships or whatever right mm-hmm. so anyways prime if you want to check it out the other one, which is very, very hard to find, uh, Unaccompanied Minors. Yeah, because it's old, right? Yeah. 2006. Um, 
written i don't know if he wrote he definitely directed it uh paul fag again <laughs> write anything down you didn't for this movie well no okay i mean it's pretty so it's, it's pretty self-explanatory it's, and we just watched it like two nights ago so i hope it's fresh in my mind so it stars uh actually saying who it stars isn't really because we kind of looked it up it it stars a bunch of kids because and I actually didn't know that there was a, it was a real thing until I saw this movie. It's a bunch of kids that are traveling without their parents, otherwise known as unaccompanied minors. Yeah, uh, they're traveling Christmas Eve, Christmas Day to go visit whichever whatever families they're going to see, and very early on, it just kind of turns into chaos. Yeah, so all of these kids get locked into a room, and it's already complete chaos. There's food flying yeah. everywhere there's kids fighting there's poker games there's like yeah not what you would expect from a bunch of kids no and then you kind of get this core group of four five four four mostly i would say five right so yeah there's spencer who it's the movie is pretty much about him yeah uh his little sister he just kind of he ditches after she makes fun of him in front of the like cool popular people yeah um then there actually don't really remember their names but no. then there's uh tyler james williams which we said is probably the most successful out of the kids yeah he's kind of like the nerdy awesome. one um then there's like the hot popular girl yeah and then there's the like tomboy yeah so they and then there's uh his name is beef in the movie funny enough who's like this like bigger kid he also wears a snowsuit the entire movie entire which movie. which like i was sweating just thinking about it <laughs> totally. and so then they they escape it basically feels like an escape movie or not escape movie like an escape moment yeah and they're being hunted by the like not hunted but like trying to get <laughs> they're trying to capture these kids like there's a few of them that are trying to like this kid's just outsmart all the adults that's basically right yeah. it's like a cape like a Running around the airport and hiding, and they're pulling all these tricks. It's a little like it's a little Home Alone ish, in which it's like the kids yeah. outsmarting adults. Totally. But it's also like kind of cha- there's chase scenes and they're crawling through vents and yeah. There's a did lot of. Did you um? Did you think it held up from what you remember of your childhood? Pretty much. I don't. Yeah. I think we. It's not a movie that it's like you're gonna get a lot of depth out of it. It's, yeah. It does have re- re- redeeming moments at the end, but. Beyond that, for just like a fun kids movie. Yeah, it's just silly kids movies. Yeah. There's a lot of good people in smaller roles in this movie. So uh, Lewis Black plays the like airport, like head honcho, something like that. And he is the one that's mainly chasing down these kids. And so frustrated because he was supposed to go away and then he got snowed in. So now he's stuck in an airport with these kids that will not stay put. (laughs) So he's frustrated. Uh, Wilmer Valderrama, yeah. who, who is like kind of supposed to be the good guy towards the kids. Yeah. Um, he does for the most part, yeah, but he, he also does. is trying to do his job that he's in charge of these kids. He's not really part of the chasing of the kids. Right. But he's still, I mean, it's still his job. Yeah. Um, we get two, funny enough, we get two very small office roles. Mindy Kaling plays a restaurant server at one point in which the pretty much main character, Spencer, is at a restaurant and is ordering everything that his mom wouldn't let him eat. Yes. And can't pay for the bill. Mm-hmm. And he even left a note after he ran away saying, I owe you, I think it's like $170 something. or something. It's crazy. And funny enough, Mindy Kaling's character said, oh, my mom never let me eat mozzarella sticks. So he's like, oh, yeah, I'll get an order of that. And he doesn't even eat them. Yeah. But he leaves a no- note saying, oh, the mozzarella yes. sticks are for you. Oh, thanks. Uh, and then there's BJ Novak, yep. who... The first time the kids get caught, they get sent back to this room. All the other good kids, they said, were sent to a like lodge hotel. Yeah, at the kind of bottom of a big hill. Mm-hmm. And um, as they they have this like big plan of how to escape, and they send Wilmer Valderrama, Valderrama, Valderrama? yeah, um, like that. They send him to this information desk where B.J. Novak, Ryan from the office, is sitting there reading a book. He's like, "Hey, like I'm here." yeah you are and they yeah. just kind of have this little exchange and he's like oh like there's a phone message for me he looks through it he's like oh yeah you got a message for some kids saying goodbye <laughs> and it's it's a pretty like dramatic moment for a funny yeah. movie where you kind of hear him take a pause it's like goodbye he's like oh no so he runs back to the room the kids are gone but oddly enough they're actually still in the room sitting on top of this little ledge on top of the door and they keep the door open with a broom 
these are really smart kids. They are. They're so inventive and ingenious. Just the resourcefulness alone, I'd be like, you guys rock. You have the run of the airport. Yeah, they, and they just, at every single step, they have some sort of plan. There's a bunch of security guards that are being mean to a dog, so they let the dog out of the cage to attack the security guards. Yeah. They're hiding around, um, like, luggage luggage areas. Um, other people in it, I guess, would... So, uh, Paget Brewster? Pag, oh, Paget. 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 Brewster is... Paget. Is yeah. the main character's mom, and yeah. she's in California, which is really funny because it's like eighty degree weather, and she was with her mom. I'm pretty sure, no, or, sister. Oh, sister, and played by Terry Gar. And her sister is just a complete mess. She's wearing like full sweaters, and like her house is every single inch has got decor for Christmas. And outside on her front lawn, there's like a chimney where every time someone wa- walks by, it's like a motion sensor Santa. And first they scare some kids and make them run away and they make another guy pass out. Yeah. And then uh, Rob Cordry, that's how you say his name, right? Yeah. Is the kid's dad. And he is like driving in his vegetable oil car because he doesn't want to like kill the environment. Environmentalist kind of guy. Yeah. So he goes through some hardships and his car blows up and he ends up having to drive a hummer which, which is, is like gas guzzler yeah <laughs> at one point he's screaming at the car because he had filled it up multiple times he's like why do you take so much gas like how much can you eat <laughs> and then there's also rob riggle who plays yeah. uh one of the security guards again i think there's a good there's like i don't want to say lulls in this movie but it's a kid's movie so it's not always high energy you kind of yeah. have to set up some characters but they get to the scene where uh, they're in this, it's lost luggage or baggage claim, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they start kind of rummaging through all these people's stuff. You find guitars. The one girl finds clothes. Another girl finds nunchucks. And then uh, uh, Tyler James Williams finds uh, a hat and... Uh, like an eight track. Like it's like a record or not a record. Uh, Cassette. Like, yeah. But I don't even think it's an eight track when they put it in. Anyways, yeah. And so they kind of, you have this like movie montage and music and music. Yeah. And then from that point, they have the security guards catch them. They have to run through this basically maze and they have to get to the lodge because they have to get to Spencer's sister because she's expecting Santa at a specific time, which actually, no, I I was going to say it's time. It was almost time for one part of this movie that doesn't really make sense, but they're still so they have to get to the lodge at the bottom of this very large hill. How do we get down there? And they find a canoe. Of course. And they go down this hill on a canoe. And it, it's pretty funny because then the security guards, Lewis Black, have to chase them. They grab... It's silly, but... They grab luggage and the top of... One of them grabs the top of a like barbecue, like the lid of a barbecue, okay. it looks like. Yeah. Uh, uh, Lewis Black gets a like kayak, so it makes a little more sense. Uh, someone gets an inflatable mattress. There's just yeah. There's there's just a lot going they on. Can grab. People are running into trees, and eventually the kids get away. They actually end up running through the hotel and knocking on everyone's door, waking them up. And Lewis Black gets punched in the face because of that, because <laughs> everyone thinks it's him that was doing it. They get the present to the sister. Uh, they get put in this like solitary confinement, which I was shocked an airport has that. And he said... Well, separated, too. Yeah, so they couldn't communicate, although they had walkie-talkies. Yeah. Um, they make another plan, which involves... They have these walkie-talkies that re- can record video, so they record themselves walking around the room and put it up to the camera, which is just... They're really... They're just geniuses. And after after that escape, before... Or actually, before the escape, Louis Black says, if you escape from this, I have to give you my congratulations. And... Because Spencer's the leader in his cell, there's a little note that says you have to congratulate us like you promised. Yeah. The other thing from this like part was the security guards. They're all just sitting there. They're uh, telling like they just kind of have these like small moments. But at one point, they're playing musical chairs, and the one guy is just going like, and stops whenever he wants. And the first time they play, there's three chairs. Yeah. And three of them. So they all sit down and it's like, oh, no, uh, we're supposed to take away yeah, chairs. Yeah. So those guys are just funny enough. Um, I was going to say one of the characters, but I couldn't remember. One of the security guards was in Gilmore Girls and he was like one of the, the late night in 
person. Oh, I don't yeah. Know if you remember him. No. Um, I saw it when I was looking up who was in this movie. He has like one line. So they escape, they find the Christmas decorations and decide that this is supposed to be the best Christmas ever. And they decorate the entire airport. The kid Beef, who we don't really, he kind of is in small parts. out, yeah. And finds a Christmas tree. At first, the guy offers him the little Charlie Brown Christmas tree and says, no, that's not good enough. So he gets this, I don't know, it looked like a 10 or 12 foot tree and brings it back. They're all set up for Christmas. The no, I don't even want to say war. Just the part that doesn't make sense. These kids are running around all night. Yeah, they get to um, the little like the kid's sister. They give her the gift at like four thirty in the morning. Yeah. So by the time they set everything up, they set they have this whole thing about getting Christmas together and giving everybody gifts. It's like seven in the morning. Yeah, they haven't slept and no. they're all just fine. Yeah, I know. They're but. running on adrenaline. It's not like a... Yeah. It doesn't just, make it a problem, but it was just kind of like, if you were up all night, you'd probably be a little tired. <laughs> oh, my God. Especially for all like the running and yeah, hiding they had to do. For sure. Another part, once we get to the end, is they're handing out gifts. This is Lewis Black's like redeeming moment. Is He's a bah humbug, but he ends up being Santa for everybody. And a really funny part at the end is they're just kind of announcing names for people to get presents. And they announce this one guy's name. And it's this fully grown man. And yeah. it's Tony Hale. Tony Hale. Who we've seen a lot of even uh, Toy Story 4 when you didn't know he yeah, was Forky. Veep. Veep. Is, yeah. He's hilarious in that. And he just goes, oh, like, I'm, I'm an adult. I don't really need anything. He's like, you're traveling al- alone on Christmas. You need a gift. So he gives him like a basketball. He's like, oh, look at this. And funny enough, in the background, he's like playing. He like kind of goes off screen. And you can hear it hit something. And he goes, ah, oh, can you give that back to me? <laughs> I didn't know that part. So, yeah, it for a kids movie, it, it holds up. It's fun. You're not expecting much from it. It's yeah, like 90 it's minutes. Cute, right? Yeah, it's cute and it's a lot about the Christmas spirit and just like a yeah, just a fun kids Christmas feel, movie. Feel good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you got anything for that? No. For that? <laughs> no. I kind of felt like I I took that over. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I guess so Christmas TV specials. Uh, do you want to skip over that? I mean, we can talk about it quickly. Okay. Uh, we both wrote Modern Family because they have, I mean, they did do a few, but there was the, I'm guessing you're talking about the one in particular, the first season. The first season with the ornament. It makes, or it makes the, the ornament, um, no, they think one of the kids were smoking. Oh, I thought it was going to be the fake snow one. Oh, yeah, that one's really good. There's some good ones. They had a couple good ones. Um, the other one I wrote down, Rick and Morty has one okay. where it's Christmas, but um, uh, Rick works on like a mall Santa, but he put like an amusement park in like his body and like uses all the body parts. Uh, John Oliver's in it. He plays like the, it's it's basically a Jurassic Park, but in this guy's body. Okay. So it, it's funny. It's it, it just kind of happens on Christmas. It's one of those. I also wrote down American Dad because they do a lot of like deeper meaning and they did like a like a type of a Christmas carol with like Scrooge and they go back to different points of time. It, it was good. Uh, at the office when um, they do the Secret Santa and because um, the Steve Carell, the boss man, gets like a bonus and so they're all mad about it. So he gets the, So they're supposed to do the Secret Santa. It's supposed to be like, you know, $10 gift or whatever. And he gets like an iPod or something. And so then everybody wants it. But Jim gives Pam, he wants Pam because he had that teapot and then he put a letter in it. And it's always been a big mystery of what was on the letter. It's something they've taken like they mm-hmm. don't tell anybody. Wait, don't they? Haven't they said it since? Like since oh. the show ended? Did they? I thought so. I thought it was like a, a note that said like Jenna or something. Like yeah, directed. it's like directly to her though. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was a secret, but maybe it's not. Friends had a couple. I wouldn't say there was anything great with Friends. Um, Gilmore Girls had one I loved where they all went to the inn. Like the whole town of characters went to the inn and they did a whole like big, you know, family style dinner and stuff. And I loved that one. That one was one of my favorites. And Glee would be my other one when they did uh when uh, uh, the mean lady, played by Jane Lynch, I think her name was Sue. Actually, I just watched it. I shouldn't pretend I don't know what it is because I literally just watched it to see if I liked it still. And she plays the Grinch and they, you know, skits. Oh, they songs. do like a, like a, like they. 
like a version of it. She okay. plays like the Grinch and she's like takes all their presents and then she does like she sets up a secret Santa, but her name's on all of them, but they don't nobody else knows that. So all the presents come to her and then they all find out. Anyways, it's a good one. I liked it. And there's some good tunes in there. It's sad though watching Glee, I have to say. I was like, ooh. I was going to say cuz there's a lot of a lot of death in that one. So, uh my other one was Community, which uh, I still want you to watch at some point. Um they kind of do it where one of the characters uh Abed who kind of his basically his character is making like movie and TV references. He goes through like a psychotic break is what they call it and he imagines everything in like the animation style similar to Rudolph and they go through like like they show all the characters in this like claymation style oh that's really cool it was really cool um but yeah those are the only ones I could really think of uh I know Parks and Rec had a couple too in there so they they were good but sorry that's bugging me okay okay um so our year roundup. So okay. we started in July or August. We did. So we had just under half a year. Yeah. And now we're going to go into 21 stronger. Yeah. I said 21. 2021. 2021. All right. So we're going to do... We only could find four of our top five movies. Yeah. Because we were like, let's pick our top five movies. And then I was like, I honestly couldn't... I couldn't come up with five I was like, I just, I don't know. I have four. All right. Let's go through them. What's your, what's your first one? I I I don't have them in order. No, I don't either. So I did On the Rocks with uh, Bill Murray and Rashida Jones, uh, written and directed by Sofia Coppola. Loved it. Okay. So there's definitely a couple of movies that I'm going to say that I'm surprised didn't make your list. Okay. Maybe I just forgot about them though. I don't know. Um, okay. I'm trying to think. Um, my first one would probably be The Way Back, Ben Affleck. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that. It was good. I don't know if I would say it was like the best. I don't know. So then there still could be a couple. I mean, Basketball Coach and... It is a good movie, actually. I should, yeah. Be interesting to see if, if, uh, if there's some accolades for him. Because I think he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I think he gets kind of shit on a lot in Hollywood. He's made, he made the comeback, though. It started yeah. with Batman and now I think he's just back. Yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, I put Mulan. Wow, so there's, yeah, there's still a couple of movies that... Okay, well, maybe I just forgot because I went through every list and I was like, meh, meh, meh. Anyways, love Mulan. Talked about it already on here, but Disney, it's like my, it's one of my favorite stories and I think they just did an excellent job. I know people didn't like it. I, I was not one of those, clearly. I liked it. Loved it. Uh, Palm Springs. Yep, I know you put that on your list. Andy Samberg and... Yeah. Christine Minolti, Minolti. I don't remember her last name. Yeah, but I don't remember. Just a Groundhog Day style, and th- they made it fun and interesting. And I think it's coming next year. I think we're gonna have it's gonna be in talk for contention of some kind of awards. Yeah, be interesting if it'll be like Oscars though. Could be Golden Globes. Could be like MTV Movie Awards. I don't really think it's like the pedigree of Oscar now. But you never know. Yeah, it could uh, happen. Stranger things have happened, right? Stranger things. Yeah. Um, the Trial of the Chicago 7. I also have that movie. Yeah, which we've talked about in great length. We both absolutely love this movie. I would say I would say it's like it might be my favorite movie I've watched this year. I, I really liked it a it lot. Definitely contender, especially for a true story that we both didn't know going in. Yeah. But even if you did know what happened, it really doesn't make it a doesn't, difference. These no. characters are so well done well written and well acted yeah so yeah i would say out of out of my well say my last one after but i would say it's probably my favorite movie of this year can i guess what it is yeah because well actually yeah i want you to guess that's fine okay is it to all the boys i loved part two (laughs) no is it actually the king of staten island It is. that was so i think the only one you didn't have that i did was palm springs yeah, and I knew you would put it on your list. Like, I looked at it, and I was like, I liked the movie, and it was entertaining. But when I look at the other four movies, I wouldn't say it's even close. Like, for like for me. Like, it was just like, yeah, it was cute. It was whatever. But any of these four, I would watch again. And for me, that makes a good movie. For the most part. I know there's some movies you watch, and you're like, that's good. I got the gist of it. Yeah. But for me, those the four I said are were my favorite of this year. Okay, did you, because we talked about this, did you write down any movies that you looked at and now were more interested in watching? Yes. So Tenant is the first one. I put that too. Yeah. Just Christopher Nolan, the pedigree alone. I think John David Washington yes. has really come into his own as an actor, especially 
I remember you watched like a season or two of Ballers. He kind of, he evolved his character as the show went on. Yeah, they said it was like the best movie of the year. Every list I saw was that, was that. I want to see Ava with um, Jessica Chastain because she plays like an assassin. I like that kind of stuff. And um, The Midnight Sky with George Clooney. It's coming out on Netflix. Uh, that one looks really good. I think they live on a another, either they live on Earth or they live somewhere else and they're, Anyways, it's like an apocalyptic, I think. And Black Bear with Aubrey Plaza. Those are my movies I really want to see. Okay. there. I think I have a couple that I can add to that. So The Five Bloods, which was uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, written, directed by Spike Lee. I think okay. that's just always an interesting. Always. Great. Um, the Devil All the Time, which is Robert Pattinson and Tom Holland. Oh, okay. Where one plays a priest, the other is an assumed I, I just from the trailer it looks like he's some kind of criminal okay um a tenant you already said uh safety is a new one that came out on disney plus it's about uh a football a college football player his mother goes to jail or some kind of maybe rehab assistance he uh instead of sending his brother into the foster care system he decides to hide him in his dorm room while playing football and seems like a like light-hearted okay nicer story yeah um extraction i didn't watch that yet so mm. i'm going to oh with uh chris, chris hemsworth. hemsworth yeah um and then the other one is big time adolescence which i think just looking at it it kind of looks the same as the king of staten island it is pete davidson uh there's a couple other people like sydney sweeney and uh griffin gluck who is in uh you didn't watch the show but he did this a show called now i can't remember what it's called i really i looked at it today but him and his friend do like this investigative journalist but it was about like who drew a bunch of like uh spray paid penises mm. on uh cars right so he so i think pete davidson's a drug dealer in that i haven't seen it yet but i i'm definitely interested to oh, see what else he can do kids detective that's my other one i really want to see oh yeah with adam brody which is it's a misleading title it is i think it sounds like a kid's movie or something but it's not he plays like a 30 something washed up like detective uh like a pi private detective private investigator yeah (laughs) there we go we'll get there we'll get there eventually um so he plays that and i think it's i think it's like i think it's got more to it because it was on almost all the lists i looked at as best movies and contenders for uh, like award season he was adam brody was on a lot of lists because of this movie so that's another one i want to see uh that's that's all the ones i have for perfect okay um i guess then the bigger th- so mandalorian n- not really a crazy episode it's not my favorite i have to say like it was okay it wasn't it wasn't that it was bad it just wasn't my favorite i think i think it's because we had this episode set up where Grogu gets taken. What's going to happen? They bring Bill Burr back, which was fun. Yeah, he was good. Um, now it's setting up. We got the finale this week and everyone left and right are coming up with their theories. What's going to happen? Who's going to be there? What showdowns? Yeah. No, I'm excited. I feel like it was like kind of that lull before the big, you know, the calm before the storm. I hope this episode's longer because I feel like they've been, I know they're all like 30 to 40 minutes. Goes fast it felt that one especially felt really fast yeah it did so the other thing from this past week was star wars marvel they had a lot of new announcements i don't this is all you because i there didn't were so many i was like oh my god that's why i wanted to bring to you the ones that you're going to be interested in right so with star wars it's ahsoka tano yes which we've seen in the mandalorian her time uh they said the show is going to take place during the same time like during the mandalorian time okay and I think the other, there are, there is a lot for Star Wars. There's the Taika Waititi directed movie. There is um, the one you told me, not that you told me about, but that Patty Jenkins is directing. Yeah. Uh, and then Kenobi or Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan. whatever they're calling it. I'm very it. excited about that. Well, I mean, the big thing of that is Hayden Christensen coming back. And they've said that it's going to be six episodes, an hour long each episode and that Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader is going yeah. to be in each episode. That's crazy. <gasps> Bringing that, I think it. I think it's going to add a lot to the prequels because it's something that the Clone Wars, the TV, like the animated TV show, gave everyone more appreciation for the like Star Wars prequels. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one. What's 
No, that was the Marvel one. I've there was so much that I was like, my brain was like, I couldn't even process everything. Yeah, I think Marvel. I've I when I was thinking about it, I know you like the Mandalorian, but I think you're more of a Marvel person. Mm, that's interesting. I don't know because Marvel's so new in my world, so I think maybe it's like you know when you have like a new person or <laughs> i don't know i was gonna relate it but you know when that's like it, that excitement is it's a new it's fresh it's yeah so like star wars has been in my life like since i was a kid so yeah like i still love it but yeah definitely marvel there's there's some in there that i was really excited about so we got uh the first trailer for the falcon and the winter soldier yes which i can't wait for that one that one i'm that one's my second I'm excited the second most with that one. Okay. I know what your first is, so we're going to... Save that one. Yeah, because okay. there was also the Loki trailer, yes. which kind of... It took you a, a lot of different places. It was very chaotic, which I think was good for Loki. I'm excited to see what Tom Hiddleston does with that show. He's really good. That's that character. Yeah. He's really... He's he's excellent. Now I'm trying to... I didn't write it down because I just thought I was going to remember everything. They did announce stuff. Like, there's hasn't really been Spider-Man 3 announcements besides Jamie Foxx is bringing back his character. They're bringing back Dr. Octopus from, like, the Tobey Maguire movies. But they also said with the Spider-Man 3 script that if... I think Andrew Garfield, they said, is already signed on, but Tobey Maguire is a little hesitant. This isn't, like, confirmed. This is just what I've read and heard. Right. But they said if both of them or one of them doesn't agree that it doesn't ruin the movie, that it's just it just seems to be a small part. Yeah. Which I think is pretty important that you don't make that movie just, oh, look at these three characters. Yeah. And yeah. I for think sure. it needs to focus on Tom Holland. Yeah. And, his Spider-Man. and he's so good at it. Um. So then the one January 13th, we're getting the one. No, is not the 15th? Whatever the Friday. So yeah, the, uh, the 13th is when <laughs> hockey's supposed to come back. Uh, and your sister's birthday. That's not... Obviously, that's the most important <laughs> thing. Jeez. I'm not just going to ignore my sister's birthday. That's why when I saw I'm like, ooh, hockey comes back that day. My sister's birthday. That's such a good That's such a good treat for me. It, yes. Happy birthday to Meg. That's all right. She's not going to listen. No, she doesn't listen. Um, But WandaVision. WandaVision. Which we got a pretty long trailer. Ugh, it, is it Catherine Hahn or on a... No, it's Catherine Hahn. Is playing the presumed villain. This the trailer. I think kind of all the trailers have been the same, but it just now that we get an official announcement and going into the new year, we're gonna have another week to week show. Yeah, which is really it's it's good that they're doing this. And Marvel and Star Wars, as much as people don't like Disney taking over for them, they're gonna give us a lot of content. They really are. There's a lot coming out. Like we're only touching on it, and there's all these other. Like shows, like there was a there was a huge announcement. I think combined it was over twenty plus pro- projects that they were. And they just announced them all in like an hour. Like it was just like and this and this and this, and it was like, oh my gosh, too much. But the oh so wait, exciting. The one that I'm eh, yeah I'm gonna say I'm most excited for this one is the Marvel What If series. Oh the What If yeah that's so, really fascinating. So it's the animated series and the trailer kind of showed us like what if Peggy Carter was Captain America. I guess it wouldn't have been Captain America because she was British but yeah if she got Captain America the super soldier serum. Yeah. Uh, there was what if the Black Panther instead of becoming the Black Panther became Star-Lord like Chris Pratt's character. What if there was one thing where it was like the Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan, and a zombie Captain America. Mm-hmm. There was just, there was a lot, a lot going on. Well, there's a lot of content there because you can literally say what if for anything, but it doesn't affect the real, the real storylines, the real worlds mm-hmm. of, of this Marvel's universe because they're just what if questions, right? So it's a genius. Whoever thought of that's genius. Yeah, that, and especially they're going to, we're going to see a lot of, especially with WandaVision and then you're going to have Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. There's just a lot of multiverse and a lot of different worlds colliding we're going to see. Yeah. I'm excited. WandaVision and then my Winter Soldier. That's March, isn't it? Yeah, because I think the other one ends and then I think that one just starts right up. By by the way, by the way, I looked at the, kind of the calendar. Like it was like one ends and then it'll be like a week or two and then the next one starts, so... It's good. They're gonna liking th- my Sebastian Stan, and also we're gonna get Black Widow, which we've now been waiting for not not a year, but it was supposed to be May this year, and obviously that didn't happen. So now it'll be May. 
I think it is May. May this so year. So a whole year. Yeah. Well, that's the same as A Quiet Place 2, part two. Like two, that. Two, part two. Two, quiet, two, two, two. Uh, that's coming out too in, I want to say April now. But that was supposed to be last March. So we had to wait a year on that too, right? Have they said how they're... Because I know Warner Brothers has been the only one that's announced. So when a movie's released in theaters, it's also going on demand. Yeah. My only fear for that is like, I don't want theaters to go like under. I'm scared because I feel like now we've had this year where everybody stayed at home and watched movies. Like I hope that the theaters stay alive because I do like seeing certain movies in a theater, but I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous. It definitely, it doesn't look great because a lot of people will, even when they release those movies on like, uh, the like platform. App, Apple, like, yeah. even the Apple one where you can just buy it for three ninety nine instead of going to the movie theater. It's cheaper. You pop your own popcorn. I, I definitely agree that some of those movies, like especially like Marvel movies, Star Wars movies, those are meant to see in a theater, big screen, big surround when you're sound. At home, like your your phones there, your peep, people are getting up. I don't know. There's like there's too much like like it's it's distracting. And when you're in a theater, it's like you're concentrating on the movie you're like there's no distractions right except people are talking but then i just shush them you really do you're a big shusher well i don't you shouldn't talk why are we talking i mean if you have like something really quick and like you just gotta whisper like i think it's gonna be this because when i predict movies i have to say it so that i get credit for predicting it well because if you just go i knew that was gonna happen you just yeah like that's silly but if i say it beforehand you know You've done that with a few movies. You did that with the. You did that with Spider, the most recent Spider Man. I did. Where that you said Jake Gyllenhaal was going to be the villain. The only thing is going into that, I kind of knew not because of Jake Gyllenhaal, just because the like Marvel, like the comics character was kind of always. You befriended Peter Peter Parker, and then he would frame him for committing a robbery or something. Yeah, I didn't know that though. You didn't. So you do get full was, credit for that. I was new to the Marvel world. Did you watch that before you watched? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was last year. I like. I always like Spider Man, and now I'm a full fan. Yeah, I thought it was kind of like a. I didn't like that you watched that movie and then watched the Marvel movies because then going into it, you know. I know. You I know. know what happens in Endgame. I know. Yeah. But it's okay. We're gonna. I, I said to you at some point next year, we're gonna we're gonna get you back into the Marvel world and yeah. bring it on the podcast. I would love that. All right. I, my memory isn't as good as yours so with people and but that's why you inside scoop that's why you rewatch them yes and then we could talk about them yes all right got anything else no merry christmas happy new year happy holidays all the best everybody and stay safe yeah we'll, we'll see you in the new year yeah thanks for listening bye